Welcome back, everybody, to another installment of your absolute favorite podcast. This is Cat Dead Details Later. I am Josh, speaking as always with my best pal, Cole. And today we're talking about The Dead Don't Die, a 2019 Jim Jarmusch vehicle. And I did not care for this film. What, what did you think, pal? It's not my cup of tea. Yeah, like got a number kicking around in your ears. <laughs> uh, I don't want to. Yeah, uh, we, we should give it at least. I mean, I think yeah, I yeah. set myself up for high expectations because of the cast. Yeah. So I and, and the concept is very cool. And I like there are so many moments in this film where it's very close to being like, oh, this could be a cool movie. The zombie angle where it is like a, a deadpan comedy film, like almost almost like a Wes Anderson meets zombies. Mm. We, that, like, yeah, 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 I kind yeah. of thought that that sort of deadpan, sarcastic, uh, hipster humor would have really worked well. I think, I mean, like Adam Driver, I think he, like, he and Caleb Landry Jones were the, the best part of this film. I mean, I, I really enjoyed uh, Selena Gomez on screen. Yes. Although I feel like collectively she had like maybe a minute and a half. If that. It was pretty slim. I, I, re- I really enjoy seeing Selena Gomez these days. She's, you know what? She, me too. like just gained a ton of cred in my books over well, the course we, of time. Well, we both just started watching, uh, uh, what is it? Only Murders in the Apartment or something? I think it's Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whimsical show, but Whimsical. like like quite good. And she's very good in it. Mm-hmm. Three episodes deep so far. So, yeah, uh, really enjoying that. I have seen this film twice, and that is a very unusual thing for me to say, because when I watched it the first time, I'm pretty sure it was like, film ended, okay, don't watch that again. (laughs) Uh, And I feel like I should have clued in when we started the podcast that at some point in time, like this would probably, uh, sooner, sooner than I expected, but... When did you watch it? Probably 2019. Oh, like, when, it, when it came out, I have never heard of it until I saw it on Netflix. Okay, so like, and I don't know, it could have been twenty twenty. No, it's a twenty nineteen film. No, no, I'm just saying, oh, like, I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I watched it over a year ago. Uh, but I, like, I'm assuming many people, you see the cast and like in the trailer, like like the little snippet that I. Oh saw, my god, they chose the perfect scene to be the snippet. Th- th- there's only one bit, and it's uh, Adam Driver's <laughs> just outstanding delivery of the word. Ghouls. Yeah. And like, first, first of all, flawless victory on that impression. That was fantastic. And and truly, it was him saying that that made me want to watch the movie. Yeah, it was legitimately just in that line of delivery where it's like zombies, the undead. This looks ghouls. fun. Yeah, it, it looked awesome. For basically eighty percent of this film, I didn't understand the point of having Tom Waits there because he plays this hermit who lives in the woods. He was like in this initial meeting of him, it, where he's like "fuck you," uh, basically playing Crashmore. "Fuck you, you suck." Uh, that was fine, and then we just see him lurking around the the periphery of the entire film for the rest of it, and it's just like there's no point of having him there, from what I can, except for the very sanctimonious thing that happens at the end, but we'll burn that bridge when we get mm. there because I don't even want to talk about it right now. It just, it, it feels like the entire film is comprised of like incomplete ideas, experimental ideas, and just 
like like so many red herrings that have, have like like for for no no reason you know, and like it, it's I could be wrong but it it almost seems like the film this whole point is like making fun of you for watching it and like that's the zombie metaphor like it is making fun of you it's like we're I'm making this bad on purpose but you'll watch it yeah except <laughs> that it's but it also it seems sincere in some aspects where it's not making fun of you or like it, it's it's sincere enough that it would warrant watching like I, I just, it's a mess and i don't anyway uh there's a moment after they have this interaction with tom waits where they're driving away in their car and um we've got adam driver's character he's like a younger cop to bill murray's chief of police and he's saying something like well why don't we just bring him in and bill murray goes on this uh little bit of a backstory of like yeah you know i've known that guy since middle school and then adam driver makes a bad joke that was bad enough that it hit really well for me in fact folks we just like we just watched this together and for the first 10 minutes i laughed at like several things and cole just sat there in silence and so much so that it got to the point that he <laughs> like had to make a comment about it uh i don't even remember what he said but yeah. <laughs> it was just a comment like i, I just needed to comment on it yeah. like, I, I think i felt like i was being a jerk like yeah i'm not, I'm not trying not to laugh i'm just unfortunately i've seen this and my yeah. soul is already yeah some of the stuff just still caught like tickled my funny bone by surprise i, th- I think I, th- I i think that the first time i watched it i got it i got a few more of those like hmm yeah, well, th- yeah, those are, those are the laughs that are, there was one moment where I actually couldn't stop laughing, uh, but that moment in the car, like <laughs> that, like that seemed like a, a genuine, like sweet moment, and sort of develops Bill Murray's character a little bit, where he's explaining that like this crazy guy who lives in the woods like would never hurt anybody or steal from anybody because he's been accused of stealing a chicken from a farmer. The little joke that they said at the beginning in the car. Which is just him saying, like, yeah, I've known this guy since junior high. Uh, and then he says, like, oh, like, that must have been, like, 50 years ago. It's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, um, like that. <laughs> the, the thing that it, 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 I find upsetting about that is it, it's almost like it foreshadowed character development that never happens. And I think, like, it, at, at the end of a film, I, I personally don't need to walk away from a movie thinking that there's, like, this heavy, like, moral For underline. Sure. And I don't think that there needs to be a political... I don't really think that there needs to be much of a takeaway at all. Mm-hmm. But this could have even just been a film about friendship. And yeah. There could have been, like, this really cool, like, dynamic, like, built between these two characters where you, you learn about each of them and, like, maybe they, they have some, like, actual substance. And you care about their relationship. Yeah. Like, the, like you, you get, like, that little tiny seed of them being like, oh, hey, these two guys could work really well together. And it just fizzles out immediately. And it, it almost seems like... The, the direction, the actors weren't allowed to put emotion into their characters. Almost. Yes. Basically took the words out of my mouth. Like, do this as wooden as possible because that's the joke. Is that the joke? For the entire... Just, I'm going to go <laughs> through the script and just not... But Selena Gomez's character is the complete... Like, she actually has depth and seems... Like, in her minute and a half, generously, like... 
she seems to have an actual depth of character. This film set up so many things with the like the, the the moments of depth where you're like, oh, I can't wait to see where this goes. Like even like Caleb Landry Jones plays this like complete perf- perfect nerd. Oh my god! Who everyone refers to as Frodo because he looks like not like Frodo, but he looks like Frodo. We got the Rissa driving a WPS truck. See, okay. That was a, like, I mean, it's it's a dumb joke, but I, I like that. Like When I, it rolled up and it said WPS, and I was like, wait a second. Oh, fuck. And I the saw Wu-Tang the W. Plan, yeah, yeah, it like, was like, but, okay, sorry, backtrack a little bit, because that goes to another thing that happens early on when Adam Driver and Bill Murray are in the car together, and, oh, the Sturgill Simpson song comes on. And he's like, Bill Murray keeps going over in his mind. He's like, why does that sound so familiar? I feel like I've heard that song before. And then eventually Adam Driver's like, yeah, it's the it's the theme song. Like, at what point did this... If you're going to make this a meta film with breaking of the fourth wall and stuff like that, do that. Yeah, there was two. I, th- I think there's two moments. And they're bo- they both happen in the police car. And it's both Adam Driver doing it. And they're both just... Breaking the fourth wall is, like, such a heavy bet. It's, 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 it's like, very high risk for potentially very high return. But mostly very high risk. And, like, this one did not work for me at all. Like, I, I think that was the moment, the first time I saw this film, where I was like, ooh. I think the only, oh, fourth, no. the only fourth wall breaking that I typically... Like, I mean... I think that uh, the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool situation pulled off a good approximation of, of the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have no problem mm-hmm. with that because that's been the whole point of Deadpool his entire career. And beautifully consistent. Ah, fantastic. Um, I prefer a more subtle, like, there's inferences or um, maybe background details or something that happens in conversation with characters where it's not a blatant, like, like talking about the specific script of this film like that that shit just so Iggy Pop it makes like a cameo yeah and I actually like his zombie walk yeah he he, he he's he lends been, himself he, he's well. been the living dead my entire life <laughs> um yeah he lends himself nicely to being a zombie him and I guess his zombie girlfriend rise up from the grave and they, they happen to stumble upon the diner the waitress is leaving but uh, she gets bit and the cleaning lady is there, and she gets bit. There's not much of a scene. They just both get bit. Yeah, no, um, she does. Actually, so she tries to fight back. She with tries to fight back, and she's the most animated, I think, out of anybody except for Chloe Seventy. Yeah, it's just so short lived. Yeah, and I liked the gore here. I thought, like, I will give them their props department. Uh, props. I meant effects department. I will give them props. Uh, the gore throughout this film is well done. Surprisingly so, I actually had the thought at one point where I was like, it's kind of too bad. And I know that's a weird thing to say. It's almost too bad that there is good gore because otherwise I could put like the sticker on it. Like this is perfectly okay for anyone to watch. Like I don't think, I don't think that there's anything else that's really like uh, over like a PG rating. There might be a bit of swearing here and there. The, the, yeah, the, the gore is supi- surprisingly effective. Um but like this, this is like it just keeps building up layers of maybe the whole reason I don't like this film is is, is just personal preference because it's it's all these things that I personally don't like. Mm. Um, 
I like my zombies to be very animalistic. I, I Well, this I, is the first time I've seen slow zombies in a long time. Yeah, they, they went slow. Um, I mean, I prefer running zombies for fear factor, but I think walking zombies uh, allow you to like build up the world a little bit yeah. more. And, like, that's and tension. Kind of you can really um, build tension with, with them like gathering outside yeah. and stuff. Uh, I'm not a huge fan, though, of the... I, I mean, like, unless it's used for a very specific type of comedy, I'm not a huge fan of intelligent zombies. Talking I, I, zombies is... Talking zombies is dumb. It's just not for me. And Yeah. Like, so they, 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 they eat these people, and they're, they're nibbling. Oh, it's just... You pop, like, they're, they're really getting in there. But they, they stop eating the people. To point out, they're like, oh... Coffee and, and and they both just say the word coffee a few times and they drink coffee and then Iggy Pop smiles and they leave, because um, th- th- this is like one of the few things that actually comes around later, but it it doesn't need to come around, which is just the zombies in this film. They they cling to things that they did in life. Jim Jarmusch treats us like fucking imbeciles. Because he has Tom Waits narrate the end where we have two cops getting taken down by zombies. And he's like, maybe all these people were zombies all along, fixated on their smartphones. Like, I get the point. Thank you for... Thank you for telling us. The, the film should have been in an interview. What do you think of society? I think most people are kind of like <coughs> zombies. Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, man, you don't need like, like it's, it's not a hard. I think that's 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 the thing that's kind of bothersome about the message. Not not trying to be too critical. I think most people tend to agree. Like this isn't a difficult sales pitch to make nowadays. Yeah. Even the people who are uh, the worst offenders, I'm probably included in that. We all acknowledge that, like uh, as a collective now, like you know, we're very one track. Everyone's on their phone. Blah blah blah. Like like these things aren't. Uh, I don't typically hear people lashing out against them. Yeah. Oh, I'm not like, yeah, you know, most people, even if they give you like that moment, are like, I don't watch too much Netflix. Okay, I, I watch a little bit too much yeah. Netflix. Like, I watch a lot. Like, yeah. You, you, you turn around immediately. The message is, it, it's also been done so many times and done much better. Yes. Something nice about this film. I like that the cops just like latch onto the idea of zombies like immediately. Just go with it. You know what we haven't even talked about at all yet? Hmm. The juveniles. The fucking juvenile def- detention center. Goes nowhere. It, there, there is zero point of having... So because we've apparently been polar fracking, we've changed the tilt of the Earth's axis, uh, and now zombies, that's the story. So the kids are watching this, and one of the kids is extremely smart and is saying a bunch of uh, scientific things to his two friends. And apparently these are also the only three children in the detention center. And then he comes back upstairs later that night, and then he gets sent back downstairs again. And and, and then they, they hide for a while. The skinhead uh, bought, uh, 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 corrections officers get killed. They run away. That's their story. Weird. And then, like, the, the Tilda Swinton... Yeah, let's get let's like, get into that. So she's very robotic. They make she's she's a clearly an alien. Well, like she, a, she is an alien. That's that's the whole. Yeah, that's the that, um, <laughs> but like, they made like this weird. It's 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 it 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 felt like just like a Kill Bill joke, or just like like they just wanted to give her a sword. Yeah, there's a moment because she so she's new in town. She runs a funeral home. And we first hear about her from the cleaning lady who cleans the funeral home and gets paid well by Tilda Swinton. 
she doesn't know whether she's she's European. She doesn't know whether she's Scottish or Irish. She can never tell with those. So we hear <laughs> so we hear about her from the cleaning lady. Uh, we then see her in her funeral home performing uh, some sword form exercises. I don't know. I want to say the kata, but I don't know if that's something I read in a book or if that is the actual motion of going through sword forms. In any case, she's practicing her sword play slowly and efficiently and is made up to look like avert, like you said, the bride from Kill Bill. I mean, she's, she's blonde and has a katana. Hurt Bert. Like they, they really put like the emphasis on like, Oh yes, the master of the blade. Like, yeah, she's got the perfect control and always, uh, sheaths the sword in the way that, uh, samurai should, which is, he cleans the blade on his sleeve first and then inserts it into the sheath. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, you feel like the director's, like, taking a few sword classes. He's, like, wanted to, like, show, yeah, like, you know, like, I actually know quite a bit about swords. <laughs> like, I thought, like, if there was, like, a person to do this in a film, like, I, I just thought, like, you know, it'd be nice to, like... Like, you more, want it to be authentic. Yeah, like, for more, like, representation. You know, like, more representation for, like, sword. Like, like, like a lot of people, like, think sword people are weird. Like, we're not weird. <laughs> Like, I want you to be like, like, like it, it's like a lost art form, and like, it's not like there's no representation. Okay, wow, wow, I sound like a prick. <laughs> no, but um, it's it, you would if you weren't so right. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There, there are okay. So all of the scenes with Tilda Swinton by herself are very uncomfortable and cringy. There's the scene where she comes into the police station and speaks with Chloe Seventy. And I actually, I actually enjoyed that part because she uses Chloe's full, her her character's like full name and asks about like her relationship with the other officer and is like looking around in a really information gathery way. And even the way that the camera is uh, focused on her face, it's highlighting her alien features. Mm. Like (laughs) this scene is like, oh, if you thought she was weird, like she's obviously an alien. And then, uh, no, that was not yeah. the sound effect I was hoping for. Try to keep it more subtle. Uh, and then she leaves. And at this point, she's also dressed in like a Wednesday Adams kind of getup, which I don't understand at all. <sighs> anyway, she's revealed to be an alien. Later. Yeah, UFO comes. Didn't see that coming. Her up. But at that point, again, UFO comes, and it's why. I mean, a lot of these things seem to me like they'd be like, I can picture writing them down on paper as a collection of ideas. A lot of them in their own film with very different contexts could be an enjoyable, silly production. In fact, I think if you took all six of the storylines that we're talking about here and yes. and set those in the in the zombie apocalypse, if you did one film where it's, the kid, and actually, you could even have a Venn diagram situation where it's like, okay, so you have the cops and you have the kids. Or you have the cops and you have the gas station. You have the the cops and you have, well, you don't want to do the cops and the alien. but Or you you have, like, the alien angle where it's the kids and the alien. Or, like, some form of, like, just pare it down. Mm-hmm. That Like, you could make that, any of those ideas could be fun if they're explored. But instead, it's, let's take every single idea that I jotted down in this notebook while I was having beers with my buddies talking about zombies and turn it into a film. Well, okay, that, I think you just knocked it out of the park. This 
film sounds exactly like a first draft. You're in a different city. You're going to a show. It's a little bit too long because there's three openers. There should have only been two. <laughs> the, the, the band that you went to go see, they're not even on stage until 11. But you get back and like you're wired up. You're wired up. You're ready to go. But you've got the notepad and you guys have like you're 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 uh, you know you're you're drunk. You've already had the post uh, gig McDonald's oh, back yeah. at the hotel and you're like, all right, let's do it, zombie movie. Yeah. <laughs> and this is it. And you know what? It w- it could have even been successful if the direction was was to get animation out of any. I think I just cracked cracked it. You have this amazing cast. And you don't use anything that's good about them. That's that's a that's what it is. Sad, like, it's a waste of having any of those people in your film. Well, like with, except with, for Caleb Landry Jones, I think that his, I think that he, the performance that he did was unlike anything I've seen him do, and I found that to be mm-hmm. captivating. I loved his character, and Adam Driver to a point is really good at playing a deadpan, strange, tall, deep voice man. Deadpan, yeah, strange, tall, deep voice man. Yeah, Adam Driver's like a just bizarre mix of stats. <laughs> I, I I love him. Yeah. So charming. Oh, they're, uh, I'm glad they did the Star Wars joke. That was... That, 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 I like that one. I did like that little yeah. Star Wars joke. <laughs> they, I, they, didn't, they didn't hang on it. They didn't yeah. keep coming back that, to it. That amount of subtlety, like, if they applied that to the whole film, yeah, you probably could have had something. And like, but back to like the drunken writing thing. Yeah. This is much more interesting to me because it actually seems like the 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 byproduct like you have all the elements that you want to work with because let, let, let's assume that like you're 18 or 19 right? yeah this sounds like something that you and i would have talked about and like oh dude like what, what if we could get like bill murray yeah <laughs> like you have the hypotheticals like you're you've got an all-star cast like like we, what would do like we should totally get like one of like the wu-tang guys like just for, like like a little cameo like you're like oh yeah like the wu-tang like anyone is like yeah they're not gonna be in our film like i bet we could get them um, yeah <laughs> like, let's go, like, the, it's, like if they can see like the script is good right um, but like, yeah, like it's just like you have all this talent. There is so much talent in this film, and none of it's utilized. Yeah, and and it, once again, like that, that it feels like just more layers on top of like this joke that is an hour and forty four minutes, and like it. Didn't... It's it's like showing off. It's like, hey, look at all the toys that I got for you because I knew that you would like to play with those, but you don't get to play with them. You mm. just get to look at them in their plastic packaging. I think that this could have been repurposed to like a really funny. Or not even really funny, just a more effective, like, a 14-minute YouTube video. Yeah. Like, you get Bill Murray and Adam Driver, and you're like, okay. Because this is almost two hours long. It's, it, yeah, and, and it the, feels like you're there for three. The pacing is atrocious, and I think, again, I have a feeling <laughs> that's on purpose. I think that Jake Jar, Jim Jarmusch is, I think he he's done this on purpose. I, I would actually love. If like we found out like that like like someone in this planet is like they're an actual like like a diagnosed psychopath, but they don't kill people. <laughs> it's like they like spent like their entire film like they're um they're like in grade four, and, like one of their classmates comes to school and is like oh my god like I just hate boring movies, and the psychopath kid just like hates this kid. He's like funny choice of words. Their life's path is set before them. And then like they find like all like this like documentation. Like after so and so dies, like they move their fridge in their kitchen. Like there's like, oh my god, like there's like a there's a secret room. Like, there's a secret room. Like, all like the documentation like 
they've just got everything laid out like their plans like make like these like really boring films but they're gonna get some clout like they got some rep and there's and everyone's gonna see my movies and they're gonna be so bored and i'm, <laughs> like, and the, I'm gonna get them reviewed by the because this went to uh oh, i hate saying this name because i never know if i'm doing it right con i think is the name of the festival it's the french film you know c-a-n-n-e-s some americans mm, usually say mm, cans yeah, yeah, yeah. so he went there and i'm pretty sure it won two awards so like wouldn't that be diabolical if you paid off like some fucking awards monger to g- even give give your film even more buzz just to get that kid from grade four who's who loved night of the living dead back then oh, i'm gonna get him with his own medicine they're at the, the premiere and like they're looking around people are yawning like so i was like and they're just sitting like, yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've actually started to come around on. I think I might actually really like this movie. It's like biting his knuckles. Like, okay, not here. Not here. <laughs> yeah. There, okay, so there was a moment uh, where I couldn't stop laughing for like a good while. And I don't remember what was so funny. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Um are, are we done? I, th- I think we can probably put like a little cap on like all like the negative stuff. Just, just so we can. Yeah, I'm sh- something might bubble up later. Sure, but, but yeah, let's, let's talk. Lead let's out on the strong stuff. Yes, let's go out on the on the things we enjoyed. So you, you're saying that you don't remember? The... I don't remember okay. what it was that made me laugh. There's a segment where uh, the cops uh, end up at like the, this motel where Selena Gomez and her friends are staying, uh, and Selena Gomez is a very pretty young woman. <laughs> So she comes out and like, you know, she asks if there's like anywhere to eat. And due to the events at the diner, she's regretfully informed that the only diner is closed and definitely that's the only place to get food. The, the motel uh, manager is like, hey, there's vending machines with snacks. Help yourself. And she's just like, great. Does anyone have change for three bucks? And of course, all the men. I mean, not Bill no, Murray. Not Bill Murray. Like, Start scratching. Already yeah. In, like, the box. like, oh yeah, I got change. First and, of all, been there. Yeah, and then like. Adam Driver, like, fights for his position, but here you go. Like, he just starts putting way too much money into her hands. She's like, yeah, that's more than enough. And then she, like, gives him, like, the the cash. She's like, no, you keep it. Yeah. (laughs) But then she returns with her snacks and says, thank you. And he just, like, a thank you. Yeah. (laughs) He he has a few moments where he does, like, a really good job of, like, uh, delivering, like, those just, like, awkward dude lines. Yeah. Thank you. Which is, like... I think it's awesome because he's in great shape. He's one of the cops, like, but he still has, like, you can tell that he is either, well, I guess with the keychain, it's, it's, he is a nerd mm-hmm. to an extent, but it's, yeah, that, that just like the thanks, thanks. Like that just fucking got me so good. I, I also love his little like commentary. I'm like, oh, the girl's like part Mexican. Yeah. Like, for, for, like, like, it's, it's just like the most unnecessary dialogue of, and like, it sounds like like just like the touristy vibe of like yeah Mexico is like one of my favorite places I've been there twice yeah <laughs> yeah yeah she looks like she could be part Mexican I love Mexican yeah they're like my favorite people <laughs> yeah okay uh, yeah what yeah um, that was fantastic so an- another thing that I did like about this film is I thought that there were some surprisingly good camera shots uh, just presenting the town it actually in a lot in a lot of scenes it looked like a nice place 
I'm curious as to where it was filmed. Uh, it was filmed uh, in and around New York. So I don't know if it's like mm. New York City. It's I think it's New York State. So probably up, up like uh, upper New York. <laughs> above. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like the name of the town is Centerville. I like I like I like those little kind of like nods to the 1950s. Like uh, this could be anywhere in America. Mm. I, I just I like that, and I, I thought the, the the lighting looked very inviting. Like it, it was it was almost night for a lot of this film. I was like, mm-hmm. oh. It's it's that it's that uh, it's the dream light. It's it's what the lighting that you have in a lot of dreams yeah. where it's not light or dark. It's not dusk. It's not dawn. Yeah, it's just, it's just. It's got like that warm, comforting glow that almost looks synthetic. And I guess in the films, it, it, it's because it is. Like there's assisted lighting opposed to, to just the natural light. And here's another thing. I'm going to do a quick little touch on a negative and then just swim right back into the positive ocean. Um, there's a segment where Caleb Andrew Jones. Uh, and the Rizzo are discussing, uh, they have like a little chit talk because after the Whoopius truck drops off his package, uh, I guess we understand that there's a bit of a relationship between these two. Yeah. And as the Rizzo's leaving, Caleb's like, hey, can you like give me like a little bit of like wisdom, wisdom until like next time? So you kind of get like the, the feeling that this is a thing that he does. And I think he just says, the world's perfect. Appreciate the details. Yeah. And I felt like that was maybe I'm looking too deep into it. It seemed like kind of like a cheap like giving your film an out. Like you're supposed to like look at all these small things and like it's not about the plot. It's not about the characters. Because there is a bunch of stuff tucked away when you're just looking around. Yeah, I mean there is stuff tucked away, but I also found I found it to kind of go the opposite way where it was him being like yeah, go ahead. Look at the details because you're not gonna like it's not gonna Maybe. give you some grand. Like it's just that felt more like another prank that is being played on the audience. There, there is a, like a lot of nice little things like that's just, true. Like, like certain set designs and like uh, things in the background and like when they do have things that like they actually highlight and focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, you just like, yeah, like that little Star Wars keychain. Um, but the, the the main thing that I was going to say is this stupid little gas station like inside it like it's like this uh, oh it's fantastic lover it's... slash horror lovers paradise in like this small little box and they did a fantastic uh <laughs> there there's there's fantastic execution on making a lot of these places actually seem like alive like even mm-hmm. the hardware store seemed like if you went to a small town this place exists i i can i can imagine frequenting it, it it's small but it's there the sets were more alive than the actors in so them so much so but this gas, like, I want to linger on this gas station a little bit because, uh, first of all, in my wild, like, maybe one place in America does a place like this exist. And if it does, listeners out there, if you know about it, please let me know because I want to go there so bad. See, I, I, I'm, I'm the kind of freak that would take a vacation. Yeah. I'll go. I'll, I'll do it. I bet you there's one near Centralia because we still got to do that trip. Anyway, uh, do you, do I love... Do you actually think there's one near there, or do you just want to... I just want to go to Centralia. Yeah, me too. Uh, I I think that's a wonderful mashup. I also love that Caleb Landry Jones obviously owns this gas station, and he's just, like, a young guy. Um, my livelihood. Uh, I really like that moment where he's talking with Selena Gomez, and uh, she's like, oh, that's a cool shirt. This is a Nosferatu. He's like, I make them. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that... Great character. Just fantastic. I love his... That little hive of scum and villainy is just... And all, and all the kids that come in there, the little freak kids. Mm-hmm. And I think he even, like, 
when when they're leaving the second time, he's like, stay creepy or whatever he says, or creep on or whatever he says to them. And like that little relationship that he has with like the weird youth of his town, like that's a that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So maybe the world is beautiful and perfect and the, the focus on the details. Maybe that is the thing. Yeah, I just like, like there were things that were done right. And like even even I, I, this might sound foolish. It does sound foolish for sure. But uh, when he and Danny Glover are like locked away in this hardware store, that looked like a fun time to me. Just like okay, like zombie outbreak, but you got a bunch of wood and a, even you have even more nails, and like they're they're just holding up, but they they forget completely about this back door. And I and also like, they picked a hammer and a drill without even not even actually with a drill bit on the end, but with guns. a with a with a screwdriver bit. Everything was wrong here, and I also feel like it shows that like they've got like a bunch of time to prep. Yeah, and like both of those doors should have been boarded up. Oh, no question. Um, there should have been a lot of snacks and stuff. Like it looked like it could have been a nice time. You know, you just wait for the whole thing to blow. Oh over. man, small town hardware store. That's the that's the shit. I love small mm. town hardware oh, store. Imagine the smell of lumber. Just oh my horse and god. Oh, stores. probably smell of fuel too because you got the. <laughs> you got you got the uh you got the forklift out back for moving wood and stuff you've oh. got the all the chainsaws and, and little things here and there yeah. you know the other power tool hey, oh i, I guess... like how they did the moon i thought the moon looked pretty cool and there's this one moment where um tom waits is uh i think he's even saying like yep that's the zombiest guy i've ever have seen one <laughs> and uh there's like this brief look at these um active purple clouds or like purplish gray like i thought those looked really good that was a really nice effect um and in fact i actually really liked that little sparkle moment with selena gomez i think that was really well done i wish unfortunately with with those types of effects unfortunately all of the good things that we're saying only serve to highlight the the lack of satisfaction and the sort of disappointment with the rest of the film, because there are so many moments where you could just make it great. There's a part of this film that like feels very comforting and like familiar and like almost nostalgic in a weird way. Yeah. It's just strange. Like there's like such an aggressive like exterior to it. that just, I hope that there's more to this film than I am seeing. This is just like the most, true form of i just didn't get it yeah uh, i don't think it was for us yeah exactly yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 not for me um however I, i'd like to get this going as a little thing that i say more frequently you made a movie and good on you yeah that seems like a real pain I, I i am i am i am so proud of anyone with the exception of the people that made a serbian film uh everyone else yeah every work. every other filmmaker out there um, uh fucking kudos yes uh you made a movie so good on you maybe like we're totally missing some vital piece that would make everything make sense please let us know because we don't want to be hate we don't like holding hate in our hearts oh, man, i would love for yeah i, I, I would, would much rather love this movie i'd rather love everything well everything well everything legal and moral <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves here i mean like i love everything just not like that um do, do, do you have a do you have a number uh yeah i th- well no i don't let's see i there was some there were some funny moments and i liked 
three of the performances quite a lot. I think I got to go with like a 48. I'm going to park a 35. It's not VHS viral. I think, yeah, we should start doing like a, a, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess it'd be kind of like a high score, high high and low scoreboard, like on a scale of VHS viral to, I think, reanimators is the one that we collectively have the highest mutual score on. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Near perfect film. Yeah, like a a scale of VHS viral to reanimator. This one is, uh, I guess, Dead Don't Die is now becoming a, a benchmark, so... Yeah, it's... I, don't I don't think I've given anything in the 30s yet. Oh, I guess not. Yeah. Huh. I think this is the first. It's my first 40-something, I think. Oh, nice. Hey, so, hey there's a positive. There's it's, a, it's positive. a it's, this is We're a keeping it fresh. Film, if, if only for us. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, talking about this film has been fun. So, oh, absolutely. So well, the, most of the bad movies are fun to talk this about. This is true. You know, the, they're, they're giving a lot more than we give them credit for. Uh Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to contact us, you can do so at cddlpod at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can also reach us at cddlpod on Instagram. Uh, This film is something I would love to hear feedback on. I know we've discussed that, and I'm just going to double down on it. Uh, I would, especially if you've got a positive takeaway. If you like this film, just just send us a message. Let us know why. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, have a magical night.